Hi, welcome to Meraki Unboxed. My name is Simon Thompson, and it's time to get another Meraki Unboxed episode unwrapped to share with you all. And uh, today we have a very special guest joining us uh, from product management. We'll get to that in just a few moments from now. Uh, first of all, just a quick recap on Meraki Unboxed. This is a, a podcast where we really want to try to lift the lid on what it's like to work here at Cisco Meraki. We get a little bit into some of the products, uh, but we do also want to be talking about uh, life here and some of the things that guide us, get us, give you a sense of really the, uh, the culture and the philosophy that guides us here at uh, Cisco Meraki. And so uh, we've had already uh, uh, some great feedback from the episodes that we've put out so far. Uh, so thank you very much for that. And we're always very much open to hearing from you. Uh, we really want to make sure this is guided by you as a listener of uh, the podcast. So make sure you're giving us that feedback. Uh, and you can always do that online in the Meraki community at community.meraki.com. Uh, or you can just reach out to me directly. I'm on Twitter at Meraki Simon. Uh, very easy to find uh, and definitely happy to hear from you anytime. All right, so we're going to move on to our special guest today. I'm very, very excited to introduce Lawrence, who is our Senior Director of Product Management here at Cisco Meraki. Lawrence, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Simon. Thanks for having me. It's awesome to have you along. Thanks for taking the time. I know you're super busy. Um, as we're recording this podcast, we're just a few days out from Cisco Live, and this generates like vast amount of activity for us, making sure that we're prepared and ready to go. You're headed to the show, I assume? Absolutely. I will right. be down in San Diego and hope to see many of you down there. Yeah, it's going to be a beautiful, uh, beautiful week uh, with lots of um, sunshine and lots of tech, I think. That's just good life, guaranteed. All right, so let's get into uh, understanding a little bit about Laurence. Tell us about your background. Uh, how did you come into this world of product management and uh, what have you been doing for us at Meraki? Sure. So I joined uh, Meraki a little over seven years ago. So this is a pre-acquisition. I was the very first product manager at Meraki for cloud-managed switches. Uh, so that was definitely a very exciting time and uh, you know, a very uh, you know, big job for me to take on at the time. Switches was, uh, that was our second, third. It was our third product, right? It was our uh, third what, what, product. What was the order? Let's first recap. Well, the order was our wireless APs. We introduced our uh, cloud-managed security appliances, the Meraki MX. And, of course, we introduced the Meraki cloud-managed switches. Right. That seems a long time ago now. That was, what, 2012? It was 2012. The year yeah. we were acquired by Cisco. Very exciting year for us here. Yeah, absolutely. All but, right. Yeah, prior to Meraki, you know, I spent my uh, career as an engineer. I used to design uh, RFIC uh, chips for Wi-Fi, so uh, very familiar with, you know, technology and networking and, uh, you know, network uh, components as well. And what led you into uh, to join Meraki? What was the uh, what was the draw for you? Yeah, I was actually at Cisco before uh, Meraki. I was part of a team focused on building solutions for smart grid. Uh, you know, I was very passionate about you know clean tech and you know finding ways to you know help contribute to a more renewable, sustainable planet. Uh, you know, I think that was definitely a very fun job. That was my very first product management job. But I saw that one of the things that uh, you know was true about the time the economy was a little bit rough for those of you mm. who remember that time period. Right. And, you know, I saw the investment wasn't necessarily where I personally wanted it to be. So I was looking to uh, find new opportunities where I could continue to make an impact. And that led me to Meraki. All right. And so you obviously love the place. You've been here all this time. 
Uh, in fact, I think you joined, we joined around about the same time, approximately, right? 2012? Yeah, April 2012. All right, you were just in before me. Uh, so that was an exciting time, right? So g- describe for the listeners, because uh, of course, there are not a huge number of Moroccans who were here still pre-acquisition. So tell us what it was like uh, as the business, the kind of size it was at that time and, and what it felt like. Yeah, so when I joined uh, back in 2012, we were about uh, 120 people. Uh, That's we were, total, the whole business. That was total. That was across wow. engineering, sales, support, marketing, you name it. And we're now, what, 2,000-something, I think, at this point. Yeah, I think we're a little north of 2,000. Incredible. Six-plus global offices at this point. But uh, Meraki was definitely you know, very much a startup. Uh, we were very young and scrappy, and you know, every day was you know, a new challenge. Uh, making sure that you know we survive to you know fight another day and continue to you know do amazing things for our customers. Right. And so, what do you think uh, has has really changed in your time? What have you seen? How have you seen the the sort of business and the feel of this place uh, evolve over time? Yeah, I mean, as you would imagine, you know, as Meraki moves from a you know organization that's less than two hundred people to over two thousand uh, at a global scale, there are many things that have changed. Uh, I think you know one of the things that I appreciate about Meraki is really some of the core cultural elements about Meraki that have remained the same. The way we think about you know, our customers, that focus on simplicity, the focus on use cases and solving customer problems and not simply building features, that is still very much at the heart of Meraki product development. Mm. Now, of course, what's changed is you know, the scale that we're operating at. Uh, you know, we have customers in pretty much every single corner of the world. We have teams across the world. So you know, coordinating uh, with teams that are, you know, in different time zones and, you know, working across, uh, you know, different functions. That's something that's uh, definitely been, you know, a slow change across Meraki over time. Yeah. I think, I mean, I would agree with Echo, your sentiments entirely. I think it's awesome that we've maintained a lot of that feel uh, that we had even way back in those early days. One of the other advantages that I always think of that's especially relevant to uh, product management is your proximity to each other, but also to the all-important engineering team that's actually building our stuff, right? Yeah, so I, I think one of the um, most interesting cultural elements about Meraki is this idea that you know closed-loop cycle, that virtuous closed-loop cycle that we talk about here, which is you know those who are involved in product development uh, you know, we really want people to be clustered together. So product management sitting next to engineering, sitting next to support, and of course sitting next to sales and marketing, you know, bringing these products to market together so that, you know, way we actually, you know, maintain the lines of communications. So that way, you know, when we actually hear feedback from our customers and partners, we can disseminate that, you know, as broadly as possible within the organization. Right. So, so maybe walk us through, because I, I imagine there'll be a few people listening who are not in product management, and maybe they're interested in product management. Who knows? They, but we'd like to give them a sense of what it's actually like. What, they, what is the role of a product manager uh, at Meraki, but you know, more broadly as well? I think uh, just give us, give us a sense of your own experience and, and how you think it's shaped up over time. Yeah, so the uh, role of a product manager at Meraki, it's uh, you know, multifaceted. You are the leader of the you know, business that you uh, manage. Uh, you work, you know, across many cross-functional teams from, you know, sales to marketing uh, to engineering to, of course, our customers and partners. But ultimately, you're responsible for helping to shape uh, the direction of the product, uh, the roadmap, both hardware and software, and, you know, growing the business. And ultimately, the reason why we grow our business is because we're delivering products our customers actually want to buy. Right, so that's one of the biggest motivations, I guess, for, for that function, right? Yeah, absolutely. But I'm sure it's not all glamour. 
It sounded quite glamorous the way you described it right there. So come on, what's the uh, what's the real truth? Like what what are the, what are some of the the challenges that you face and and the kind of ups and downs that you have in product management that that uh, ultimately leads to you know the the experience that the customers have with the products out in the field. Yeah, I mean, I think the you know the the reality of product management anywhere is that you know there's always going to be the you know fun parts of the job that you know sound very glamorous, you know uh, you know the vision, the roadmap, but there's also just the execution, the grinding it out. Uh, that piece, you know, you never escape from, and I think that part is just as important to get right. Uh, it's the micro decisions that each person, each team makes every single day that ultimately shapes the course and you know, direction of uh, the company and the product that uh, you know, we work on. Right. And and we have this great advantage of having the engineers here and being able to collaborate with them uh, very effectively. Uh, I tend to think of that as one of the one of the big strengths uh, that we have here at Cisco Meraki. It helps us with that feature velocity concept. Uh, so, you know, what's it actually like working with the engineering teams? You know, what is, what are the interface levels? Like, how much uh, freedom do we have back and forth? What's the sort of order of play typically when you're, when you're developing something new, a new feature or product? Yeah, so I think the way that you know we think about this is that you know engineering is very much a partner uh, in this whole process in terms of you know how our roadmap shapes and how it evolves. Uh, you know, we really believe that you know, look, we're there to provide uh, engineering, you know, the perspective of the customer, the market, uh, you know, be able to uh, you know explain the use cases, and then of course you know be able to articulate the why. Why is something important? But I think what's uh, very unique about Meraki Engineering is you know since the time I started here. Uh, Meraki Engineering is definitely a place where you know they're very curious about the uh, customer use cases. I can't tell you how many times I've seen Meraki Engineering look at a customer wish that's come in yeah. and actually respond to that wish uh, directly to the end customer who's making it, and that's pretty powerful. Yeah. Uh, you know, I can't tell you how many times that engineers have asked to come into a customer briefing or even uh, on a customer roadshow that we uh, take part in. Yes. So. Yeah, I've noticed that as well. We've we, we've had uh, engineers coming along to some of our events and really getting closer to the customer. It's a it's a fantastic uh, opportunity for them, and of course, it helps to to ground them as well with uh, with making sure that they they understand they can visualize the the customer that's actually making use of those products. I think one of the fun aspects, uh, and I'm sure many of our listeners will be familiar, is the uh, the actual uh, Make a Wish box that we've had famously. Uh, way going way back uh, on the Meraki dashboard. So every single page of the dashboard, you have this place where you can go and provide direct feedback to our engineering team as well. And we've had some pretty interesting uh, wishes over the years, right? Can maybe you can think back and see if you can remember any of your favorites. Yeah, I think one of the that uh, we can share with the audience. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a good point. I think one of the earliest wishes that wasn't actually tied to a specific product was a customer wishing for a pizza. And, you know, that was, uh, you know, near the beginning of when we launched that feature and we actually had a pizza shipped to the customer. Yes. We found their local pizzeria, ordered a pizza for them and had it delivered. Uh, and that was something that was just so much fun. Yeah, that, that's so startup, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. I think I had heard that story as well. And uh, just to repeat, just so we're clear, listeners, uh, this doesn't work anymore uh, in 2019. It was very much a part of our growth phase. Um, but the, you know, the dashboard, obviously, we get uh, lots of very interesting, uh, lots of interesting feedback on there. Uh, but there's also some great ideas as well. And they definitely help to shape some of the things. We don't have all of the intelligence here uh, ourselves, do we, Lawrence? I mean, it's like the, the feedback is valuable and helpful in the real world. Yeah, I think one of the most powerful things about Make-A-Wish, that's just one example of how the product management team gets feedback from our customers, right? If you think about, you know, the role I described of a Meraki product manager, 
you know, it's very similar to what you would see at any other company. But here's the thing, right? Any given, you know, month, quarter, uh, year, there's only so many customers and partners that I can talk to that people on my team can talk to. And, you know, as you can imagine, you know, the number of customers that you can talk to is only a small fraction of your total install base. And so what features like Make-A-Wish allows us to, you know, be able to do mm-hmm. is to hear from the mid to long tail of our customers. And so that way, it's not that we necessarily, you know, need to be able to respond to every single wish that comes in, but we can start seeing patterns that come in. You know, is a UI element confusing that we just pushed out? Mm, Uh, Is the font too small? You know, these are simple things that we can see trends on and then take action on. And that's really powerful. And really, you can only do this because of the cloud you know, managed model that we have here. Right. That is the secret sauce at the end of the day. And, and of course, that's what's guided us since the very beginning of Meraki. Uh, but of course, it's not unique to us anymore. We were pretty much one of the early pioneers of this approach, uh, certainly when I joined the company. And at the time, the concept of cloud was still very new to us. We were still getting comfortable with it. I think we've reached a point now where it's ubiquitous enough that we almost don't need to call out the, the cloud. Uh, it doesn't need to be a, you know raised up or... Or put down, or it's it's just there. It's just the way that things work now. Yeah, I, I think the uh, you know the cloud concept. You know, seven years ago, ten years ago, it was very much a head scratcher. I remember many early conversations where yeah. people were, you know, just kind of asking, "What exactly is this? I don't really understand what this is." Right. And to your point today, you know, I think it's kind of become the uh, standard. I can't tell you how many customers I talk to where they're migrating critical business applications to you know cloud services. Right. And it's that evolution of the services that people are actually using in the real world that's also informing some of what we're doing. So we've actually uh, performed or rather introduced products and capabilities that support that world. I'm thinking of the uh, the virtual MX, for example. Yeah, I mean, I think that you know one of the things that uh, you shouldn't fight when you're in uh, the product development function is massive trends uh, that impact the markets that you play right. in. Yep. And I think virtualization is a clear example of that. Uh, you know, it's definitely where, you know, our partners and customers, you know, want to take their infrastructure. Uh, and that's something that, you know, we've heard them loud and clear. And that's why we made, uh, you know, significant investments in virtualizing our MX appliance. Right. And so that benefit presumably is that is that you can then access, this is virtualization in the sense of how we think of the AWS clouds and the Azure clouds, for example, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, th- so that is really, a, I guess, a, a way in which we have responded to evolution that's happening out in the real world. When we're thinking about what's next, right? So we, we have this pretty solid, at this point, foundation that we've built for our customers for network infrastructure and some great services that are on top of that as well. When we're looking ahead, what's guiding us? What are we thinking of as by way of inputs to help us think about where we should, where we should take this? Yeah, I think if you, you know, if you listen to any one at Meraki, I think, you know, this idea of simplicity, the work simple tagline, I think it really uh, is a great way to think about, uh, you know, just the area of scope that we would potentially build products in. I think, yes, we do have core networking products. We've expanded into, you know, cameras. We expanded into enterprise mobility management, assistance manager. Right. Yep. But I think the foundation of all this is really what I'll call our zeroth product, which is Dashboard. And Dashboard really is the platform that we're building, uh, you know, these net new products on as well as expanding current products that we have. So when we look at, you know, new areas to invest in, it's really about, you know, are there natural, you know, adjacencies for us to, you know, uh, go into? Are customers telling us that they have 
you know, significant pain that incumbent solutions can't uh, readily solve. Uh, you know, do we believe that there's a natural go-to-market motion for us? You know, these are things that we all uh, look at, including many more, mm. to decide whether it makes sense for us to invest in that new product category. Right. And so I, I think we're now we're at a point where we're somewhere around about the 400,000 customer mark, I think, sort of unique customers. Uh, and, and so a lot of different asks, a lot of different requests have inevitably come back into us to, to again, inform us there. I think one of the challenges for us at all times is uh, keeping that laser focus on the simplicity element. Like how do we keep this Meraki dashboard that we've, you know, we've held up as an example of simplification? Uh, you know, what, what's, the, what's the challenge like there in the real world? Because I'm sure uh, in product management, you are constantly being requested to add new things. So how do you get that balance right? Yeah, so that's a great point. I think a lot of it is, you know, letting the data guide us. It is having the customer conversations. It is talking to the partners. But I think what's unique about Meraki product management is because, you know, all the devices, uh, you know, that, you know, connect to the Meraki cloud, these are things that we can actually, you know, have a closer look at. Are customers actually using a specific set of features? Uh, you know, are their support cases tied to, you know, specific things that we rolled out that we weren't expecting? Mm. And this is the type of data that we take in to ultimately help us decide you know, where it makes sense for us to invest. Are we solving core use cases that can be broadly applicable? Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of go back to my actually very first interview at Meraki. Oh, wow. And, you know, it's a good memory. Yeah, and you know, your question reminds me of this, uh, you know, the, the very first engineer that I interviewed with. Uh, you know, this person asked me, you know, if you were to come on board to Meraki, like how would you actually design quality of service for, you know, this yet-to-be-released switch? And, you know, having come from Cisco, I kind of went through, you know, what you would expect for a typical, uh, you know, networking answer. Right. And, you know, the person answered, hey, that sounds great, but how would you simplify that more? Right. I was like, okay, well, you know, we kind of scratched my head and said, well, maybe we just simply have, uh, you know, an on-off box. And, you know, he kind of nodded his head and agreed, like, okay, that sounds reasonable. Mm -hmm. And then he asked, how would you simplify that even further? Whoa, pushed you. And I was, <laughs> I, I was struggling for a bit. And finally I said, you know, maybe the answer is you just don't provide an on-off box. You don't provide an option. You just do it for a customer based on common applications that we know we want to prioritize. Right. So that kind of example is really at the heart of the type of, you know, product managers that we bring on board, people who really believe in this value of simplicity, who, you know, embrace it. Not only just can you know say the words, mm-hmm. but they actually have real examples where they you know thought through these problems and they solved it for other customers that they worked with before. Yeah, and you're you're making me think of that. Uh, I, I can't remember who coined the phrase, but essentially the product's perfect when you can't take anything else away from it. And uh, I I also feel like when I came into Meraki, I think one of the things uh, that I found very interesting was that the industry. That, that we were in. And at the time, it was entirely the network infrastructure, land stuff, what Wi-Fi switching and security. Um, the industry held up complexity and advanced mass feature sets as really the, the, the standard to aim for, the thing to aim for. So it's very interesting that, that our philosophy has always tried to push us in that slightly different direction. Uh, and that's the, that's the really interesting component for me with, uh, with this balance uh, yeah. So you obviously encountered that in the interview. That's a good one to remember. I'll have to make sure I ask that one. Yeah, I think, you know, when candidates ask me, you know, how would you describe product management outside of the, you know, 
standard headlines. I say that you know, product management Meraki is really about being a product editor. Uh, it very much is about you know. Uh, what do you keep out versus what do you put in mm. and being very judicious about that. That's the first time I've heard you say that. And that's very interesting. I love I like that a lot. A product editor. So somebody who's really thinking very carefully about the, the, the experience that the customer is going to have with this thing once it's out there in the real world. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, maybe let, let's let's uh, let's walk into a, one where we've had maybe a challenge with a with a product or we've had some issue where we've had to put that right again. So how do we typically respond as a business if we have a situation like that? You know, it happens to every vendor, hardware and software. It's just reality of life. Uh, you know, how do you think it's uh, that you've seen us respond to those kind of situations? Yeah, you know, I wish I could sit here and tell you that uh, you know we never had to deal with those. Yeah, but- of course. I think the reality of uh, you know selling and building products, uh, you know, all products, you know, will have issues. Some sometimes they're really minor, but sometimes they're more major. I think at Meraki, you know, the way that we responded to you know essentially create a you know a great customer experience, even when things aren't always going right. Uh, that's something that I personally have been very proud of. Yep. Uh, I think back to you know you know issues like uh, let's say the switch fan issue that we had last year. Yep. Uh, that was something where you know we were able to proactively see that there was actually a problem based on the data that we we're getting back from the telemetry from all the devices that were aligned in the field, and then putting together an action plan right. and getting it out to our sales team and to our customers, uh, you know, before you know real catastrophe struck. Right. Yeah, and and that's that's so big. I think just being able to uh, you know hold your hand up and and confess and 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 actually respond in a human way to the to the customers who are obviously dependent on those products but fortunately i mean i think our track record on the whole considering we've been running this cloud infrastructure now for what is it 13 years now i think we're coming up on uh it's it's an amazing uh, achievement that we've we've got all these data centers around the world and we've got all these products which are plugged into those we're at, we're at something like i think 5.7 million Meraki we're, devices, uh, is that the right figure? Yeah, we're, we're closing in on 6 million devices. 6 million Meraki devices, devices yeah. logged in, connected to our cloud infrastructure at any one time. It's an amazing achievement. So do you have a favorite product at Meraki? Oh, that's a tough question now. <laughs> it's a tough uh, question. I, you know, I, I would say that you know, the, the true favorite product that I have really is that platform, that dashboard. Right. Because I think it is so foundational to everything else that we can build on top of what we already have. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, I'm excited for the future. I think that Meraki really is transformative for the industry. I think we still have a long way to go. Yep. Uh, but I think we could bring the power of simplicity to many more uh, you know, markets and products right. uh, than we're, we're currently the nice thing about simplicity is it never really gets old. It's something it's something we all need, and and we have a we're in an increasingly complex technological environment. We have the, the the machines that are getting smarter all the time, and uh, that's going to certainly shape, I think, some of our business in the uh, in the years to come for sure. So, but the nice thing is about simplicity is it's never going to go away. It's never going to get old, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so let's see. Maybe they're out there there might be somebody who's interested in a career in product management. How do they like what? But I mean, first of all, I'm assuming you would recommend this this line of work to them. Well, I can tell you that this has been the best job I've ever had. Uh, Meraki has been a phenomenal place to, you know, build my career and grow my career. Uh, you know, I think if product management is an area that, you know, listens, listeners out there are passionate about, I highly encourage you, you know, to take a look at what we have. 
you know, I'll say take a look at um, meraki.cisco.com slash jobs. Take a look at the product management opportunities. I think that one of the things that you know, is really exciting is the amount of responsibility and autonomy we give our product managers. Right. And that's something that I think is you know, unique at the size and scale that we're operating at. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a wonderful aspect of life at Meraki as well, very empowering environment for us um, and there's more than it's more than just product managers now of course you when you joined it pretty much was product managers but now we have like a whole structure so there's a pathway for people uh in this in this function as well right how do, how do you actually like what, what what's the path through product management yeah I, I think product management is definitely one of those uh functions that it, it's interesting in that you know you need sales you need you know marketing you need engineering but product management's one of those functions where you could kind of get by without that for a while. But without good product management, I, I think that, you know, one of the things, you know, we, we believe is that, uh, you know, the direction of the product and the business, uh, you know, may suffer. And so for us at product, in the product management group, we come from all sorts of backgrounds. Right. We have people who, you know, have engineering backgrounds. We have people who, you know, have liberal arts or business backgrounds. But the one thing that's very consistent about them is that, you know, they have a passion for technology. They have a passion for, you know, products. They have a good blend of both technical as well as business acumen uh, acquired through a variety of ways uh, over the years. And that's certainly the type of, you know, uh, profile that we look uh, when we bring them onto the team. All right. Okay, so we're excited for the future. This is uh, definitely going to be fascinating to see where we take it next. Lawrence, I want to thank you very much for joining us on the podcast today. It's been really nice to get a little bit of an insight into your world. Uh, any other sort of thoughts you might have around uh, your your own experiences at Meraki and you know how the listeners might be able to provide some feedback perhaps themselves? Yeah, I think one of the best ways to stay in touch with Meraki is you know to subscribe to the Meraki blog. Um, you know that's a great place to learn the latest and greatest. We also have the Meraki communities these days. And the Meraki communities, I think, Simon, you talked about this up front, it is a way for you know, our users to connect with each other, to learn from each other, uh, and you know, to talk about all things Meraki. Right. Awesome. Uh, well, I think it's time we wrap things up. Uh, you've got a busy afternoon ahead of you, I'm sure. And uh, Cisco Live, as we said, is, is coming up very shortly. So thanks again for, for coming in today, Lawrence. Uh, really do appreciate it. Uh, and I hope we'll have you back here at some point in the future. Uh, you can tell us how things, have, how things have moved on. Looking forward to it. Thanks. All right. So thank you very much for joining us on the podcast today. I hope you found it enjoyable listening to uh, our insight into the life of product management here at Cisco Meraki. Uh, it's been really nice to have you join us uh, for the duration of this session. So we do this approximately every two weeks. So hang in there. There'll be another episode coming up very soon. Uh, I've got a couple more that I'm lining up uh, to record very shortly uh, where we get into some of the products as well. So we're really going to get into a little bit more depth on that, that side of things. But anything else you'd like to hear from us, I'd love to hear your feedback. And just to remind you, obviously, Lawrence repeated it there, community.meraki.com. We do have Meraki folks in there uh, who really love keeping this conversation going in between uh, podcasts and other ways that we can keep in touch with you. Uh, and you can also reach out to me direct at, at I almost forgot my Twitter handle, at Meraki Simon uh, on Twitter. And that's a great way to find me. All right. So time to wrap things up. We look forward to having you back here again. And bye for now.